Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Stephen McCoy, and you are listening to Sessions with Stephen. And today we have a very, very special guest and a former Disney cast member of mine. But, however, he was the star of Aladdin on Broadway. He was the star of The Lion King on Broadway. He's done so many amazing things, and now he's here to promote his docu-concert, Behind the Curtain. Please welcome Adam Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. I'm great. Uh, that's so amazing. Um, I got a chance to watch the docu-concert, and wow, it was really amazing. But before we get into that, um, how have you been? Oh, I've been, you know, hanging in there. This last year's been crazy. Um, you know, uh, luckily I have my family. My, I'm, I'm in Chicago now, and uh, it, the, the fact that I moved away and, you know, we have a house and a yard and I'm close to nature out here, so uh, it was kind of a blessing in disguise moving when we did to be able to have, um, you know, a nice home and it'd be quarantined as opposed to my small uh, apartment in Queens, Sunnyside, where I used to live. So it's, uh, it's quite the difference. And it's, it's, been, it's been good. You know, I'm just waiting for everything to open up, like, like everybody else. But um, yeah, I just can't wait for theater to open up again. Oh, absolutely. We all can. And I just was wondering, like, do you miss it? Do you truly miss it like the rest of us do? Of course. I I miss it terribly. I mean, it's like, you know, eating away at my soul that I, I just miss that live connection with people. And it's just been really difficult not having that. I, I, you know, I've never gone through anything like this. I'm not the, and nobody has. Um, you know, as an actor, that relate that interaction with people is like your sustenance. It's your food, you know, it's, it's your fuel. It, it makes you uh, want to get up and go to work every day. So not having that, it's, it's kind of a mental, you know, it's hard mentally to just like find ways to stay creative and stay motivated. And, um, you know, it's been tough. Yeah, it, it, it most certainly has been a lot different. New York is just not the same without the Broadway community. And I mean, can you give us a little, uh, some good news? Do you know if Broadway will ever come back? <laughs> Broadway's coming back. Oh, yeah. I know for certain that it will. It might not be all at once right away, but, you know, it's going to be kind of a rollout. The bigger shows with the deeper pockets can afford to open first at smaller capacity. So that's, I think, what's going to happen. And um, you know, and eventually we'll work our way back. Uh, you know, they said September um, opening every theater and I kind of, I'm a little dubious at that announcement and, you know, <laughs> but um, I, I think, you know, people, like I said, people are chomping at the bit to go see these shows, their favorite shows and actors are dying to get back on stage. And so, you know, it's, it's going to be really exciting once everything comes back and, and uh, I, I hope to be a part of that. You know, we'll see. Um, you know, I, there's, things are slowly opening up for me. I have, you know, kind of small engagements coming up, little productions here and there, live or finally starting to be live again. So 
it's it's uh, it's coming. It's coming. Just gotta be a little bit patient, even though we've been patient for so long. Just gotta be a little bit more. Way too long. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But you, know, uh, you used to do eight shows a week, and I know that had to been pretty overwhelming. And I remember I used to watch you all the time, and your work ethic is thick. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> your work ethic is thick, and when the pandemic first happened, did you have a little relief thinking like, okay, woo, good, we'll get like two weeks off. And then, you know, how was that process for you at first to now? Right, right. Yeah, at the beginning it was like, all right, yeah, you know, nice little forced time off, little vacation, take advantage of the time. But as it started to drag on and on and on, um, you know, just the worry starts to creep in like, well, you know, wait, what's, what's happening here, you know, when, and, and never having a clear date of when it's coming back. That was, that was kind of the hardest part, you know, just, it just felt like it, it felt like it was never ending and, and overwhelming. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was a shift definitely from <laughs> the, the early part. Was a questionable thing for you, would you say? Like, will I ever get my job back? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew theater would, wouldn't die. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it would, would come back. It'll be forever changed. I don't feel like it'll ever be exactly how it used to be. Um, you know, which is kind of unfortunate. Everything's going to be kind of, pre-COVID versus post-COVID now. And that's sort of the middle, you know, that's the pivot. And we're going to be judging everything based on that moment in, in time. Um, yeah. I know that people are working really hard to make it safe for audience members to come back. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're putting extra precautions in place and everything. And, and I think, you know, and that's all great. I mean, they, these things should be there anyway. So I feel like, it'll just enhance the experience in the long run, but it'll never be like how it was um, before. And, and that's fine. You know, change is good. Change, it's, it's the good kind of change. Um, and I, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. And you will always come out um, after the show and I would see you take photos with all of those thousands of fans. And it would be, yeah, crazy. yeah that's crazy. And I will watch you like uh, in the morning, you're, a dad and a husband and then <laughs> by 6 p.m you're this broadway superstar it's I, pretty weird <laughs> i remember it was the if i'm not mistaken it was definitely very early on when the show first started i think we were doing a preview and everyone's like on a call like um he, I, he just had the babies his, his, <laughs> It, it was it was first day of rehearsal for Aladdin on Broadway. So that that's when it happened. It, it was we weren't in previews just yet, but it was it was literally the very first day of rehearsals. I remember <laughs> that. I remember. Yeah. That. Wow. But how do you find that balance to be there as a husband, be there as a father and doing eight shows of, and rehearsals as well? Yeah, I, you know, I, I honestly don't know how I was able to do with looking back. It's like, how did I do that? I just did it. You know, I just kind of put my head down and I did it. I had great help from my mother in law. She was helping with the night feeding. So I didn't have to wake up in the middle of the night. I had help along the way for sure. And my, my, and my wife, you know, she was so strong with with the twin boys. 
Um, you know, it was really, you know, she's a, a amazing. I relied on her. Yeah. So, you know, I, I had help along the way and Disney as well was very supportive and, you know, whatever you need and that sort of thing. So um, we, we made it work. We, we definitely, we, we did it. And we have this hit show that's playing all over the world. And it's pretty incredible what we were able to accomplish. Yeah, and y'all have such a beautiful family. I've met your wife before, and um, everybody legit, even your family that came um, to visit you and watch you, they were so proud of you. Oh, yeah. And they're proud of your boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, my mom, my mom loves that song. <laughs> yes, I, yes, yes, I know. Um, wow, that's amazing. Now you're here to speak about your new docu-concert, Behind the Curtain. Tell us how did this come about? All right, so I was in Los Angeles filming another project called Last Call in the Doghouse. Yeah. And I was out there and my producer for that was like, hey, do you wanna do a show and we'll tape it, you know, and we'll put it out there and, and it'll be kind of like supplemental to what you're doing now. And I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds like a great idea. So um, I quickly, wrote this show <laughs> and what you see in behind the curtain is uh very is my first time performing that show so it's it's very raw and it's very um you know in the moment I, it's it was a cabaret setting with 200 people at yeah. Vitello's it was yeah. Vitello's in Los Angeles and I sing a variety of you know classic Broadway tunes uh rock pop and R&B and I kind of go through my life story and, and go into more intimate detail than I ever have before. So it's, a, it's definitely a more personal, um, you know, telling of my journey. And I think fans will be interested to see, you know, a little bit another side of me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it most certainly was very interesting to watch um, and very touching. And what I can tell is that this docu-concert was most certainly from your heart. And why I say that is because you not only spoke about um, your co-stars at Disney, you spoke about your times in college, you spoke about your, your ch children, your, your wife, your mom, um, mm -hmm. even went into just uh, maybe friends that you've had and, and truly being yourself. So uh, how long did it take you to put this together to say, okay, I want to cover all aspects of my life? Because yeah. it's your heart. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of just kind of spilled out. You know how, you know, when you write a show, sometimes you'll pick songs that you like yeah. and fit and then try to fit it into the story or you'll write a story and then try to fit songs. But, you know, you do either one or the other. For some reason, all of these elements just kind of fell into place as I was creating this piece and and um, you know it just felt very natural and sort of seamless and it kind of had this flow and it ended up being just you know a lot easier than I thought it would be because I covered like you said a, a lot of material I talk about relationships yeah. in the industry I talk about growing up with a mixed ethnicity and the struggles and the obstacles yeah. with that so there's there's a lot of material uh, and um, but like I said, you know, it, it just kind of spilled out of my heart and I decided to, to bear it, bear it all and, and hope the, that the audience would be receptive to it. Yeah. And anybody, if you haven't seen it, you have to check it out because 
it was moments where I was saying to myself, wait a minute, Disney allowed them to speak about this and that, or, you know, I, it was just literally very raw, as you said. So um, how can people check this behind the curtain? I know it just went on Blu-ray, DVD. Yeah, uh, so it's available on Blu-ray and DVD, as well as streaming at the website. Uh, it's my distributor's website. It's called um, uh, Stony Point Entertainment. Yeah, stonypointentertainment.com. If you go there, you can do the DVD or Blu-ray or just purchase it or rent it yeah. uh, as a streaming. Or if you want to wait till it comes out on iTunes on June 8th, you can do that as well. Love that. And also, I have to say, I love your performance of Why God. Um, oh, thank this, you. Thank you. That, that was such a great, and the story behind it, I can't talk about it, y'all, because you, you guys have to do your job and, and check it out. <laughs> but it, it, was, it was a beautiful performance. And one thing I enjoyed was you speaking about uh, death-defying moment on stage. Can you oh, yeah. elaborate a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a few of those. I, I touch upon a couple of them, the, you yeah. know. Um, those are just moments that happen on stage, you know, you just have to roll with it. But, yeah. you know, a lot, of, a lot of times things happen, malfunctions and whatever, and uh, mishaps. And those are always fun stories to tell. And people are always kind of like, what? That happened? No way. You know, and uh, so I talk, I, I, I kind of reveal some of those secrets, too. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I've definitely seen you being having a close death experience. <laughs> there was a time <laughs> you were on the carpet, on the magic carpet, and you, you guys split upside down. And you're still holding a note. I'm like, it, it was, I mean, you weren't scared. I would have been afraid. <laughs> yeah, you do what you got to do. We're harnessed in, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to ask, what is the most rewarding thing about being Adam Jacob? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I think I, I feel really grateful to everybody who's helped me to get where I am. And so I, I just, the best thing is right now is just having my family, the people who support me, the, all the fans, yeah, uh, the, the people, the people in my life are the best things about uh, being me right now. You know, I have two twin boys who are full of wonder. They're age seven. They're asking questions all the time. Wow, seven years old. Seven years. Wow. Seven already. I know. Crazy, right? So. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and having uh, played th those iconic roles, yeah. I will always be known for originating Aladdin. And, you know, that's great. You know, some people will be like, don't you, some people ask, like, don't, do you feel pigeonholed or what? I'm like, no, no, I don't feel, uh, I feel so great that people will know me for that. And they will forever know me as Aladdin. And that's, yeah. that's amazing. I, I don't yeah. I'm, I'm not mad about that or, or disappoint, you know, it's like, that's an amazing thing that I got to be able to do. And so I'm, you know, I'm going to be humble and, and gracious about yeah. it. And hopefully, you know, I, I'll work for Disney again. I, I love working for Disney. They're the yeah. best company to work for. <laughs> and you know what? I have to say that you've always been a very humble person. Everyone um, on set, 
uh, people behind the curtain and front of the curtain. Um, yeah. Everyone has always spoken highly about you, no matter if it was the janitor to uh, the president of Disney Theatrical Group. Um, so I do appreciate you for displaying that. You truly was a prince on Broadway. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's very kind. Thank you. Now, to exit out, I have one request. Um, it is Mother's Day weekend. We're heading into Mother's Day weekend. Uh -huh. to read one line of one of my favorite songs that you perform, Proud of Your Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. One, one line. Um, you know, there's one line in there that when I first was learning the song, Proud of Your Boy, it was kind of uh, cryptic. I wasn't sure what to make of it. And the line is, water flows under the bridge, let it pass, let it go. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's such a beautiful sentiment, right? Um, you just have to let go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let go of the past and look to the future and, and don't worry about things that have happened. And um, I decided as Aladdin, that would be kind of the mantra that his, that his mom used to tell that to him. So in honor of Mother's Day, um, I, would, I would say that, that would be my phrase. Water flows under the bridge, let it pass, let it go. There's no good reason that you should believe me, not yet. I know, but proud of your boy. That's it, that's it, that's there it. There we you know. go. Thank you so <laughs> much, Mr. Adam Jacob. Thank you. <laughs> hey, subscribe now.